Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book-related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever across our damn minds. We're your hosts, Teddy and Maria, and we offer two different points of views. One of an avid collector, which is me, and the other is an excited fan. Which is me. How are we doing? We're good. It's, it's been, been a, a while. It's been a while. It Holy cow. It's been a while. We've we took a on, couple of weeks off. Weeks. <laughs> it was like a hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But well, we needed to recoup. Yeah. And, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Take a take a breather. Take a breather. Take a breather. While we were doing that, so many things happened. So many things happened, you know, around the type of things that we like to discuss. We may not be able to fit everything in this one episode. No, we're, we're going to take our time, but we are going to discuss at least three topics today. Okay, yeah. Maybe a fourth one, depending, because we'll we have a tendency of going on a tangent sometimes. Yeah. But uh, Or maybe just one topic, you know, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah. for like 45 minutes there long. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but it's good to be back, and it's good to have you guys listening back on our podcast. And uh, let's start the show. What do you want to talk about first? All right, so there's been a couple of things that we actually saw okay. this week alone. Okay. And I know that we're slow to the game when it comes to maybe one of them. Okay. Um, so we're going to start off with the slowest one, which the would be, one. well, you know, we didn't see it when, as soon as it dropped in theaters. Oh, okay. Batman. Yeah, the Batman. We just recently saw it on, uh, what, HBO Max? Mm-hmm. And it was lengthy. It, it was. It was long, practically three hours. Uh but I didn't mind it, honestly. Okay. Um, what I would say about this Batman movie is, and yes, there will be spoilers, I'm sorry to say. Listen, so we're just going to make it clear. There's going to be spoilers on everything we talk about. <laughs> yeah. So So going back to Batman, I liked it. I really did. This, to me, felt like more of like the detective comics of Batman, mm-hmm. where Batman is uh, solving cases as Batman, as the persona of Batman. Right. Um, which is what happened during this entire movie, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to decipher all the uh, jo- uh excuse me I'll say jokers I meant the riddlers uh riddles mm-hmm. <laughs> and um really seeing that there was a deeper involvement in Gotham with regards to the corruption that takes place and who actually was uh controlling or in- or being responsible for the corruption that took place in uh, Gotham mm-hmm. it was really good the cinematography was beautiful mm-hmm. it really was and um well, the acting the acting was good. The acting is good. Oh my gosh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah, he's unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. It's it you you get lost in the fact that it's really Colin Farrell playing the Penguin. Right. And that was that was pretty amazing. That was r- really amazing. I have to say, L and oh my god, I'm, it's funny every time I'm on this uh, podcast, I forget names. You ever get that? I fog of forgetting it happens names. Happens to me all the time. So. The actress that played Catwoman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actress that Zoe played Kravitz. Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Oh, forgive me, Zoe Kravitz. Though uh, she did a great job as Catwoman. Okay. Really did. Uh, Do you I think she it. took her inspiration from Michelle Pfeiffer or Eartha Kitt? Maybe both. I think Maybe both. both. Yeah. Maybe I think both. both. Yeah. Yeah. Because they weren't pushing the idea of Catwoman. Like she right. was a cat. Right. Right. You know, right, really, right, right. Catwoman was supposed to be a burglar. Right. Right? Yeah. So they did like like situations or I mean, not situations, mm-hmm. but they, they hinted towards about, you know, like the cat stuff. Right. But it wasn't like in your face like Michelle Pfeiffer licking herself right, every right. two seconds, <laughs> exactly, you know? Exactly. Not that Michelle Pfeiffer was a bad cat woman. No, no, no. I liked it. But it wasn't woman. like she was resurrected 
from the many lives of cats. Right, right. You right, know? Right. And then we're not even going to talk about Halle Berry's Catwoman. Cat, yeah, we're Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, or even Hannah, Anne Hathaway's Who? Catwoman. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I did like her performance as Catwoman. Little twist to her origin story in this movie, actually, with regards to who she was related to that they revealed. That was kind of a surprise. Falcone? Daughter. Yeah. Remember? I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can get that. I can mm-hmm. get that. Um, but, yeah, it was a really good movie. Again, it dealt more with um, Batman being the detective, solving the cases, solving the riddles. Um, yeah, I... I I, I really enjoyed it. What other things did you like about the movie? Well, you know, the the question in the in the room is or that many people have, or at least that they've asked me, is what do I think about Robert Panson playing Batman? Batman? Okay. I really don't have a problem with it. I think he he did you know, it's like going back again to the origins of Batman. And I know that you said this is more like year two. Yeah, a year of Batman. two kind of a year one kind of Batman. You right. Know, Batman. Um people just realizing who, who not, I can't say realizing who he is but coming to terms with understanding that there is someone in Gotham mm-hmm. not fully understanding or knowing who he is mm-hmm. at this point and but, the thing is that we, we didn't see um, Bruce Wayne as much right, as right. you did Batman yeah, it was mostly right. Bruce if you did see Bruce Wayne it was him in the process of taking off his cowl or him in his back cave right, but right. you didn't see him trying to portray Bruce the Wayne. playboy the Bruce Wayne right. you know um, you didn't see that I don't think he was cre- I don't think he has created that persona yet mm-hmm. so they're trying to make it seem like his real identity is Batman mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the persona that he plays or the, you know the front is oh, the Bruce Wayne ego yeah the alter the, ego uh, the skies is Bruce Wayne right it's kinda Bruce true. Wayne so kinda that's kind of yeah. like how they're molding it in this okay. universe if okay. that makes any sense yeah um, I think that you know, a lot of people fall into the whole thing like, well, he was Edward in Twilight. Yes, oh, I know. Geez. I'm a fan of Twilight myself. Right. But that's not what you see here at all. This is not, like, get that out your head. Mm-hmm. It's not that. You know, I loved how he portrayed Batman when he was in the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, he was very careful in terms of how he would walk into a room yes, and yes, stuff like yes, that. Yes, the yes. scene where um, Lieutenant Gordon, because right. he was still a lieutenant, right. the scene where Lieutenant Gordon... Um, is bringing him into the to the scene, bringing him into the case, mm-hmm. you know, and seeing how you know all the evidence that's in the apartment and all that stuff, and you see how all the cops react. Of course, you know he's a vigilante, so they're like, mm-hmm. you know, what the fuck is he doing here? Right, right. You know, but it's also the eeriness that he brings when he walks in, um, into a room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was almost predatory like yeah like the way yeah. he would move around stuff and he's looking at things he's just mostly moving his eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that i liked it okay. you know okay. um do i think he played a good batman yes I surprisingly so i wasn't you know it was like he could do it he'll mm-hmm. do it because every single time you get that much resistance over an actor sometimes mm-hmm. they prove you wrong mm-hmm. you know and it's mm-hmm. and i'm happy that that happens because you're like okay they're showing their skills mm-hmm. You know, right. um, I think another Batman that people were like, "Oh, he's not going to be a good Batman." Is Ben Affleck's version of Batman. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman to me is a, a great version of an older, seasoned, almost going to retire type of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I can't. So I like Ben Affleck's Batman in the Justice League and the uh, Batman vs Superman movie. Right. I thought it was really good for the Batman that he was portraying. Mm-hmm. I, you can't take. 
Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, excuse me, and put him in the uh, Ben Affleck no. Batman. So you couldn't do it, and no. vice versa. You couldn't do it the other way around. Right. Like ben Affleck couldn't play the Batman right. that uh, Robert Pattinson played yeah. either. I think uh, they portrayed the Batman for the time period that the uh, that the movie was set in, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. So I, I, uh, yeah, kudos to Ben Affleck for playing the Batman. I thought his Batman was great. And Robert Pattinson really did surprise me by mm-hmm. playing the young version of Batman. Yeah, I, I thought that shit was rough. Yeah, 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 gritty. Yeah, gritty. gritty. I love gritty movies. Gritty. I love it you, was you very know how much dark. I love gritty yeah. movies. You know, grounded yeah. and just you know. It was believable the that the technology that he had existed. Right, right. You right. know, it yeah. wasn't something that bounced off the wall fifty times. Right. You know, it was just like <laughs> either it catches or it doesn't. Yeah, you know? exactly. And exactly. then the 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 car that he had. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What kind of car was it? Almost like a souped up charger maybe i'm not sure I have to, we have to look into this yeah because it wasn't was. anything like outlandish like the other batman yeah. movies but yeah. it was it was definitely like okay he, the okay the fact that he put a jet engine in the back I know, I know. maybe but yeah. that was now more to scare the fuel. shit out of people <laughs> yes. than anything because you were here to yes. like that high pitch yes. you know mm-hmm. and you're like oh i'm in trouble yeah you know you hear that mm-hmm. from a distance and yeah. you know that he's coming for you yeah. and that's the thing that they did too he they really touched upon striking fear mm. in the bad guys okay you know the moment they saw that signal up in the sky they were like i don't like the darkness they ran away from the darkness it was a dark corner right, they didn't right. want to be near it right you know they really emphasized on the fear yeah. on him bringing in fear to you know all these bad guys that that was one thing they did another thing that they did different in this movie too which was kind of interesting was the narration if you notice we hear batman narrating throughout the movie mm-hmm. from time to time telling you know it's as if he's maybe like reading a diary let's say well they did show him journaling journaling right yeah. so that was kind of interesting too to hear like a narration um throughout you know throughout most of the or throughout some parts of the movie to give i guess the audience the idea or the give to give the audience what he was thinking what was going on what well, his he, thought process was he in was, regards to solving the cases right he I was, that was really good he was still in that process of because he was almost committing to the darkness you know like i'm gonna have to become that night person yes, yes. but that means that at that time he didn't realize i have to be both Yes. He was just like, okay, well, this is for me. I'm mm. going to do it. Mm. You know, no one is going to tell me otherwise, even Alfred. Yes. You know? Yeah. And he was really sinking into that hole. He eventually, if they d- decide to do, you know, another Batman with Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. they're going to have to start bringing in the fact that he has to play the persona, the the, the playboy, right. the billionaire. Well, maybe, maybe not. If they decide, because if they decide to do another detective story, detective comics Batman, let's say, they could probably pull off one more detective story. Of course, they'll dive into Batman's origin a little bit, you know, a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bruce Wayne's uh, story. Um, but I don't know. I can't see the, the sequel being three hours long, though. No. I don't think it needs to be. But I think they, they if they were trying to reintroduce the character because DC does that shit a lot. They yeah. just don't get the point. We understand who these people are, you yeah. know? Yeah. But if they're trying to reintroduce a character, just stick to the same actor, please. Like stop jumping from different people and making it seem it's from different universes and stuff like that when it comes to the character, like Batman and okay. all that stuff. 
Um, well, they do that too because they want to. They're they're introducing this character to a new generation of moviegoers. But they just recently. Ones. It's not that old. The the Christian Bale version, and it was not that old. The 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 Ben Affleck version. Like, it hasn't been that many years, you know, unless you were a toddler when they came out right. then. But. Yeah. But true, but I think You're at this point there's this... a great possibility that those other Batmans we just mentioned, they've had they've run its course. Those stories are ending or have ended. They never started. Well, I'll just say because <laughs> the moment they're getting started, they have some mishap and then they have to restart it again. True, but that's why it ends. <laughs> so <laughs> so what do you do up oh, start a new how many reboots you know let's do it again but yeah like you know to, to his oh let's not even go there let's not even go there okay we got it. but to, to his you know to his credit uh to robert pattinson credit i hope that they make another one and they give him another opportunity to yeah. do it yes i yes. think it was good I thought it was good. Matt Reeves did a great job directing this. Wow, mm-hmm. he really surprised me with this movie directing. I thought, I yeah, I I I really enjoyed it. I really did. Even though it was close to three hours long, I really did enjoy mm-hmm. it. It was good. Yeah, and they already they already um, made a, a hint towards the Joker mm-hmm. coming into play, and then the person that's going to be playing the Joker. Um, I heard it was. Uh, possibility of two people one being uh druid the guy that played druid oh from eternals from eternals the, the actor i forget his name who um, was really good as a uh, druid in the eternals mm-hmm. yeah so they're thinking of oh, him mm-hmm. or they kind of made <clears throat> excuse me they kind of made mention of the person who played the joker in gotham the tv show the tv show yes, yeah I doubt that's going to be a possibility. I think it may end up being the person that played Druid in Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I apologize. I don't have the notes of, of the different actors. But, yeah. you know, those are those are the ones that they I've seen lots of mentions. the person who played the Joker in this movie at the end of the uh, of the Batman? Well, who played that one? Uh, I'm not sure. I forget his name. I, they made mention of who he was, too. But it's possible that that same actor can play the Joker. In this particular Batman? Yeah. Wasn't it, wasn't it the guy the, from Druid from um, um, Eternals? It could be, it could be. I'm not sure. Because we'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have to check up. This is why we need another person to actually look things up while we're talking because it's like, yeah. man, um, there's only so many notes I can take. Mm-hmm. So Are you phone ready? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's gonna be okay. like dead air until we look yeah. it up. No, no, no. Yeah. Um. All right. So is that all we have to say about Batman? That Batman, yes, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. If you would. Uh, rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 what would you give it ooh I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that it's just a number uh, I guess a 7.5 okay okay that's good I was going to say 8 which is really good okay. for me so yeah yeah sure I think those are fair grades mm-hmm. alright what's Uh-oh. the next thing well you're bringing out the uh, iPad so this is deep go ahead let's go it's not deep okay so the next conversation is Moon Knight uh, the TV show Moon Knight which which is showing on Disney Plus. It airs every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, we've seen up to what four episodes so far. Yeah, as of this podcast, yeah, I think four episodes. As of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, we've seen up to four episodes so far, and it's been an interesting ride. Okay. 
you know i'm loving the 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 um suits yeah the uh the mr knight suit the mr knight and suit the, uh, the moon knight, and moon knight. Uh, uh, yeah yeah it's funny because we've seen more mr knight than moon knight have we yeah hmm. okay to me it feels about the same you think so uh, yeah okay but which is fine i don't mind either or my always my I've always wondered though, how would they show a live action Moon Knight? Only because in the comic books, as we've seen it drawn, yeah, the cowl in the comic books is all covers, white and it's just a shadow. Right, right. She covers his face, uh, and how it's drawn is as just black, and you see the white of the eyes, which you know it does kind of make it uh, seem eerie. Yeah, that, you know, he just comes out of the shadows whenever he wants, fights at night, like, you know, boop. under the you know with the strength <laughs> of the moon, depending on the phase of the moon, uh, right. his strength uh, is determined by that. And fights the bad guys, which is really cool. Um, but I like that in the live action series that we're seeing, it's actually a white mask. Mm-hmm. And that explains so much because it makes sense to me. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense that he would have a white mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do like I do like both costumes. I'm really. No, I don't want to say surprise, but I do like that they show the Mr. Knight costume as well. Because relatively speaking, in comic book terms, that's still a relatively new uniform mm-hmm. in the uh, Marvel mythos of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting. And they're associating that uh, uniform with the uh, Stephen Grant persona mm-hmm. of Moon Knight. Also touching about the whole DID, the, uh, the disorder, the mm-hmm. disassociative identity disorder that... Moon Knight has um, it's really good that they actually bring that up bring that up in a superhero story to show that anyone can actually contribute and be a hero in one form or another so yeah <laughs> no yeah. but I, I, I do like it I don't I have to I have to admit to my discredit as a comic book aficionado I'm not that well versed in Moon Knight I do have several of his comic books um mm-hmm. which are really good uh the the character or one of the personas that is portrayed in moon knight that i'm mostly familiar with is the mark specter uh, persona that's the very first uh moon knight um persona that i know the stephen grant i remember vaguely and i do know of the john lackey who they haven't touched on yet i don't think in the tv show they made a hint they definitely made a hint of it because when they and again there's gonna be spoilers in this one um when they uh had when they went to egypt and he was fighting against these guys and he and um mark specter mm-hmm. woke up or was assigned the body basically he was just like automatically thinking that steven was killing all of these people right and steven's like i had nothing to do with it steven can't hurt a fly right so right, right. you know he's automatically thinking that steven did it so that means there's a third person why haven't they officially agreed that there's a third person maybe they will when in in this next episode in episode five because right. they're in that mental state that right you know right, right. um a mental institution in his mind in some mm-hmm. in some capacity mm-hmm. you know there was another sarcophagus that was moving around and they didn't bother touching it they were just like running away from it that could be what is it john lark john lackey john, john lackey. lackey yeah who was another persona in the moon knight comic book mm-hmm. um i get confused because one of the other personas was like a regular cab driver not mark specter but uh we'll see how they uh introduce this persona in this uh tv show but from what from what I remember in comic books, Mark Spector himself was 
um, he was military trained. He was a mercenary at one point. He actually went to, um, excuse me, fight in some war, and he died. Mm-hmm. He died somehow, some way. And then uh, Kangshu, the god, god of the moon, Egyptian god of the moon, resurrected him and asked him to be his avatar to mm-hmm. fight uh, for justice. So that was pretty good. And they do make mention in the comic books of the character that Ethan Hawke is playing, um, Haro. Arrow? Har- I think it's Haro with an H. It sounds like Arrow, but oh, okay. I think it's with an H, Haro. Okay. Uh, as, as a villain. I don't remember much of that. I think I believe he may have been one of the early, earlier um, uh, villains in the Moon Knight story. Mm-hmm. But I do like how Ethan Hawke is playing this villain. It's like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah, there was. <clears throat> you know, it brings it brings a question. This brings the whole question of punishing in a way like pre-crime. Like, how do you um, judge someone? Before they before do the action. Before they do the action or well, before they commit the crime. Well, that's, that's pretty much, the, that's been the conversation or the debate between all of these heroes. Like, right. just the debate between Tony Stark and, and Captain, Captain America, America. Right. where he's like, I'm trying to stop a war before it starts. And he's like, that's how many people die. Right. Because you're trying to stop something that hasn't even existed yet, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the conversation between Tony Stark and, and um, Captain America. Mm-hmm. That he ripped the, tr- you know, the 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 wood in half. Right. Very awesome scene. It's also the same, the same. <laughs> no, but going if we're going back to the uh, early MCU, it's the same conversation that Captain America had with Nick Fury. Right. Um, when Nick Fury whole, was showing him his whole, yeah, the whole weapons the whole, and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, that's that's very true. Um, and we're seeing that thought uh, process or that idea come out come out again in this uh, series. There's there's some there's definitely a movement that's that's shifting in in Marvel in the MCU, where it's not just threats that are located just within Earth. These mm-hmm. are now threats located in in many different levels, mm-hmm. multiverse, mm-hmm. celestial, mm-hmm. Um, godlike. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're getting threats that are, you know, based on religion, right. based on time, mm-hmm. based on. Mm-hmm you know space like it's it's all coming to a point where it's like okay your imagination is going to run wild because it's not just earth you right, know right there's so right there's so many incidents happening in the MCU at so many different areas of mm-hmm. the MCU um i think it's good i think it's good there's it's it's really weird i don't want to say there's a thing of realism to that but let's take our lies right now as to what's going on in our in our world we're dealing with an epi- with a pandemic on the one hand mm-hmm. on the other hand we're witness to a war that's taking place mm-hmm. right in addition to that we're also witnessing the high increased levels of crime Mm-hmm. That's taking place in certain cities, major cities here in the country. <laughs> no pun intended. There's right. definitely, uh... <laughs> that's why I thought of that because I'm hearing a siren as we're speaking right now. New York. So, yeah, you know, this is the world we live in, where there's so many things happening at once. Um, the MCU, I think, is sort of like taking a page out of that and just showing, in a exaggerated form, of course. Of but course, yeah. It's showing that. There are so many different levels or so many different threat levels happening in so many different areas of 
our world or their you know the world mm-hmm. the universe MCU universe if you will that it there's uh, like I said it sort of like represents a little bit of realiz- realization or realism in the aspect that to a degree we are experiencing similar thing as well mm-hmm. with regards to all these different levels of threats happening right. um, so I I like that yeah I mean I I don't think at this point because there's so many different threat levels out there mm. I don't think at this point that all of these different threat levels are going to come together as one. one right and you know what I don't think they should yeah because it'll be fucking yeah. annoying to yeah. keep up with everything can you <laughs> yeah. imagine one movie with all these different threats not only are you coming yeah. from a different dimension different universe or whatever but you're a celestial mm-hmm. that likes to eat planets yeah. um, <laughs> or or God, God knows what there's no way you can compact everything yeah. together so imagine the next Avengers movie that comes out with all these new superheroes that were being introduced to mm-hmm. having to come together to handle a threat no single you know person can handle what threat level are they going to have to handle first? Do you get it? I'm sure it's going to be the one that's going to be imminent to the MCU universe at first. But I I, I, I don't know. Yeah, what but is I'm the kind of one, excited. Yeah. I, but I'm kind of excited. Yeah, what know? is the one thing, the one threat to rule them all? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, what is it? Um, I think it's going to be more celestial. Like that might be the biggest threat. I don't know if it'll be the first threat. Though. You don't think they're gonna go to that one first? No, because look at the. Uh, I know where you're going yeah, with this. Look at I know how you're going with this. Thanos. Right. No. Okay. Then that, that's not well, where we're going. No, but look what. Yeah, because the the biggest threat was actually Thanos with the with the Infinity uh, Gem. Yeah. But it wasn't the first threat that they handled. No, it was. It was Loki. Right, right. Right. It was Loki. Right. So, that was working for Thanos. That was working for Thanos, true. But and not then after that, that right. it was um it was Ultron. Ultron. Right. Another threat. And then now And it's... then and then they dealt with Thanos. Yeah. So now what's gonna be it would make sense if the Celestials are the back to me. biggest <laughs> <laughs> are the the most dangerous and biggest threat as of now, because who knows what other villains we may have. I'm waiting for Doctor Doom, but you know, that's just me yeah, personally. <laughs> yeah, I think Kang is gonna oh, be—he's gonna be a big major level. He, threat. I think, between Kang and the mm-hmm. Celestials, okay, it's between those two okay. right now. Could be, could be, yeah. You know, as far as we've been introduced to, because yes. once, once Loki fucked it up for everybody <laughs> because it made so many questions. Like, is it yeah. timelines? Is yeah. it alt- another dimension? Yeah. And then Spider-Man came into play. with like, no, no, no. Yeah. Timeline is one thing, yeah. dimension is another. Yeah. So then yeah. Doctor Strange comes, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. We can wait. You know what? <laughs> Why do we wait till the next couple of weeks to get even more, to be even more confused <laughs> after watching Doctor Strange? Because that's another thing. Like, it's the biggest threat of all um, uh, Scarlet Witch. True. Yeah. You know, and then they, it comes. Uh, she could just... be the most, she could possibly the uh, most imminent threat happening now right maybe you know i mean like i said we'll wait to two we'll wait in two weeks to okay, become let, more let's, confused let's go back to to moon knight because we just again we went on a tangent again which is fine um going back to moon knight um oscar isaac's performance it's like the fact that he's changing two different characters or even accents or accents yeah. it's ca- it's mannerisms yes and then the fact that it's literally changing right in front of you like you mm-hmm, see his mm-hmm. expressions change yeah you know, 
I think he's doing a a fantastic job. I think mm-hmm. he took the role because he's able to, you know, change his characters right, in such a right, way. Right. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fun. Um, I love the fact that they're incorporating the Egyptian gods. Yes. Yeah. Into it. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's really fascinating, and I found it fascinating that the moment they really started talking about the Egyptian gods. We get the 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 trailer for Thor. <laughs> they have to yes. do with gods. Yes, yes. And this is a conversation that you and I were having at at a restaurant where mm-hmm. I was like, "Do you think that they drop Thor? Because you know they had this whole time they could have dropped the teaser a while ago. Right. So do you think that they drop Thor because of Moon Knight? Because mm-hmm. they really started having that conversation about oh, all the, the different gods. Right. And are all these gods are these are some of these gods the same gods in another culture mm-hmm. within the MCU mm-hmm. just named differently? And you right. were like, no, whatever god is they like if they have multiple names they're multiple gods right right so it's not like one god that just has multiple you know right seen differently if that makes any sense (laughs) well more confusion (laughs) yeah so which i don't mind and mind you we're going to diverge just a little bit here but the uh one of the synopsis about the thor uh movie that's coming coming out is the villain uh uh, gore who is known as the god butcher Mm -hmm. so now we have a villain that kills gods right you know so, so the, the, that's imagine, the thing imagine. that i wonder like yeah they're gonna make thor be a little bit funny or whatever but why right. did they wait all this time to then drop a thor trailer mm. nothing is by mistake when it comes to the mcu know, i know you know like yeah. that happens with dc I'm not oh, trying to hate geez. on dc <laughs> but you know nothing is by mistake with the mcu they're not gonna be like you know what oh damn i forgot to drop the you know the, the teaser <laughs> i'm just gonna do it now right it's like no let's wait you know, mm-hmm. uh, like they're doing with the Fantastic Four. Anyway, see that's what I say. Um, and X Men. I'm, I'm not even gonna go into X Men. You know how I feel about that. I'm dying to see it, but you know. Uh, so I think that when they showed the wall of gods, like right. you, you know, all the yeah. ones that are trapped. Right. There's something more sinister happening there. Because mm-hmm. why are these gods trapped? trapped yeah. Why? Because they couldn't agree with the majority. But mm-hmm. if you count the number of gods that are trapped, they were the majority. They were the majority. Yeah. Right. You know, and so there were ten of them. Yeah. Right. right. So there's something off there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I came across was the fact that what if Harrow mm-hmm. is not working for that particular god, but a different one? Could be. Yeah. Because the cane that he's using. Mm-hmm. Is more, I think, the cane of judgment for Anubis. Okay. Is either Anubis or Cyrus. One of the two. Okay. But it's a is the god of judgment. It's it's the it's it's the god of the underworld. Mm-hmm. So and he has that cane. Right. So what if he's actually working for that god? Yeah. Could be. As much as he wants to say he's working for the one that casts judgment. Or I, I'm, I'll go even further than that. I think Harold's really working for himself, and he's just really wants to say fuck to, to everybody. Yeah, and wants to control the power, because in a sense, he commands such a presence and power right now. With you know, passing judgment to anyone, like we saw in the early episodes, what he did to that old lady mm-hmm. when he cast judgment on her. She hasn't done anything. Yeah, like, and and oh the thing gosh. was, they were like, you know, um, Stephen Grant was like, wait a second. You're going to cast judgment on children? Right. He's like, well, they haven't even lived their yeah. life yet. How do they right. even know that, you know, mm-hmm. that's when he, that was the final straw for, yeah. for, you Steven know, Grant. Stevens Grant. He was mm-hmm. just like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking with this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
and even Mark Spector, mm-hmm. when he was fighting and the, he was holding the kid by the scarf, right? And he didn't want to do it, right? right and right. Kanchu was like, "Oh, he'll talk." Mm-hmm. And the kid was like, "No, like no, yeah, he just decided up." He said his uh, his line, yeah. which was, you know, praise such and such, mm-hmm. and, and false. Man. Cuts the, you know, cuts yeah. the, the the scarf on his own. Mm-hmm. And this this was a teenager, right? So again, like. Where no, is this going? I know, I know. And this is, is supposed to be a six episode I believe series. it's six. I believe it's six. Yeah. But it, it yeah, six or eight. We're we're definitely more than halfway throughout the series and it'll wrap up real soon. Mm-hmm. And what a ride it's been so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about this series. It's pretty good. I wouldn't have thought in my in my I don't know, wildest dreams or million years that I would actually see a moon knight tv show i think it's awesome i I think it's great i really do you know they have the technology and the stories now to actually have them displayed and showcast on television or movies or whatever way we could watch these uh stories so i think it's really good and i think it's good that they're doing if you really want to time it out and say okay well these episodes are like either six or eight episodes mm-hmm. per Disney Plus movie right. that gives pretty much the origin of these characters. Okay. If you put the time together, it almost is like a movie. It's, it's a you know, because they're yeah. like 45 minutes, 30 minutes about, or so. About. They'll be a little bit longer than a movie. Right. Per se. But, but yeah, it gives you good. the space to say, okay, this is a new character. This yes. is how we're going to do it. Yes. You know, this this is how it is. And then if they introduce them in the movies by some chance, you're you know, they come out, you're know. like, oh yeah, I know yeah. who this person yeah. is. Yeah. That's true. You know, and that's, true. that's the beautiful thing about comic book related mm-hmm. entertainment mm-hmm. there's so many different characters out mm-hmm. there sure, that sure. tell a story in so in various ways that mm-hmm. would you know touch the heart of so many different people mm-hmm. you know and there's representation out there yes. now there's yes. more representation because a yes. lot of these superheroes are passing down their powers to you know a different gender mm-hmm. or a different mm-hmm. race mm-hmm. you know so it's it's something awesome to see, mm. like the passing of the torch for Captain America, where right. it went to the Falcon. Right. So now it's Falcon, Captain America. America. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and Spider Man. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's Peter Parker, but then now there's Miles well, Morales. That's true. You true. know. Um, it's good. I think. Yeah. In regards to representation and diversity, I think it's really good to see uh, superheroes. Um, you know that or rather people that may look like the superheroes that they see on television mm-hmm. or a movie to say that that could be possible and then that representation was definitely you know people were were surprised with moon knight because the way that they were representing the culture mm. you know the music right, that they right. had for i think it was for episode two and three mm. it was like a type of and please forgive me anyone out there they could correct me please uh it's like a form of like arabic hip-hop mm. you know mm. the bomb mm. like i was just like holy crap mm. this exists like right. again it, it opens up the world to yeah. different experiences you know and then yeah. one of the things that that a lot of people from from um that's from within that culture it they said that when they finally showed egypt mm. um when they saw the when they showed the pyramids mm. it didn't have that yellowish haze yes, yes, that yes. a lot of times when they're going to egypt they mm. have like that golden yellowish haze right, filter right you know on the right, screen right. it didn't have it which is like they were happy about the fact that they didn't have it because there's always that damn 
fake representation mm. that they're that they're getting and then they, mm. now that you're actually seeing it with the way it should be seen mm. with your own two eyes you mm. know regular color not mm. with a, <laughs> not with a yellow haze or right. yellow you know or filter or something on it you know it's not romanticized mm. um so you know it's cool it's cool and then the names that they're using i love it yeah yeah, yeah it's a good sh- it's a good show it's a good show mm-hmm Jeez, Disney Plus did it again, didn't they? God, but the, <laughs> I can't. I I really want to dabble on the cosplay of Moon Knight. Oh, like wow. I want to see if I can build. I'm sure you can. I, don't I could definitely you. do the Mister Knight. Right. Not That's that I'm easy. wearing it. You'll be wearing it. Of course. For Comic Con, yeah. but <laughs> I can create it. I can make it. Right. Um, or I love the the Mark Spector version. I know you do. Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just cool i like you, it you have that glint in your eyes them cogs are are spinning like, right i want to make it i want to make it though <laughs> um but it is a good uh series so far yeah i i'm looking for i look forward to it every week actually when it comes out so mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk more about it as they show more episodes mm-hmm. all right what's next on the docket Ooh. yeah this is it oh boy we're, we're entering beast. your realm yep mm-hmm. fantastic beast where to find them or fantastic beasts secrets of dumbledore, secrets of dumbledore. yes that's right because where to find them they found them already <laughs> um okay there's a lot of mixed reviews on fantastic beast secrets of dumbledore right mainly because but the review that we were about is ours <laughs> well <laughs> on a scale of one to ten i would have to give it a nine wow you give it a nine okay yeah um okay. the reason why i say that is because i've always enjoyed the fact that fantastic beast is showing the wizarding world mm-hmm. it's not just um it's not just showing the wizarding world from a perspective of a young boy that's growing up into a man. Okay. You know, so right. you get to have more access to how the magic is done, how the world looks, mm-hmm. um, down to the costumes, to the magic, to all of these different things. And then the the, the era in which it's taking place is taking place in the 20s, 1927, right. around there. Right, right. Um, so you get to see old New York, yeah. which I personally love. Um you, you know you, and you get to see some of the magic mm. but the problem is with this particular movie they kind of dipped into magic that we've never seen before okay so tons of spoilers coming people <laughs> and just just saying um they they dipped into magic that we've never seen before and that's what's confusing a lot of the hardcore fans okay um you know, at one point, Dumbledore did did a, a magic spell with Credence right. that almost made him seem like they went to like another dimension. dimension. Right. It kind of reminded me of the mirror dimension with Doctor Strange, right. where they, whatever they do there doesn't right. affect the outside world. Right. So if they're bringing that in, and we've never seen it in the, the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter books that we know of, mm-hmm. remember these movies are prequels. Right. So if we've never seen this kind of magic before, people are confused. I think I. Uh, about that i think okay if we were just to let that idea go of well we didn't see these spells being portrayed in a harry potter movie therefore we don't understand why we didn't see it like in other words there could have been tons of other spells that exist that we did not see in the harry potter movies like 
the, I don't find up any pro, any fault or problem with that. I don't um, find a problem with it either, right? Because so, it gives us an opportunity to see more stuff, right? Exactly. But the thing is that it's kind of like what happened with Star Wars with um, Episode, um, uh, yeah. What is it? Seven, eight, nine. Um, you mean four, five, six? No, no, no. Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight. Well, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Because they kind of walked away from the mythos of the Force. Okay. You understand? So a lot All of right. people had issues with that because. They, they were changing how the force is being perceived mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And then when they did a prequel with one, two, and three, they had to be careful about the technology they were using that doesn't over, you know, like. Right. No, I, I, mess I get what up you're saying. Four, five, and six. Right, right. So, with this is the same thing, you know, a lot of the hardcore fans had issues with seven, eight, nine, and one, two, and three because mm-hmm. it wasn't as, you know, as specific as four, five, and six. But if you okay. really break it down mm-hmm. four five and six really didn't give you much mm-hmm. you know you just right. use your own imaginations right. and the novels and comic books that came out afterwards right. that right. are now fucking retconned right with harry potter i think that's what's happening with harry potter where the hardcore fans mm-hmm. are used to a specific way you know there's so many books that jk Rowling have written mm-hmm. um extra notes and pot and, and and um now it's called wizarding world wizarding but world. it used to be called pottermore, pottermore right. um she wrote like little side stories mm-hmm. for mcgonagall she wrote right. little side stories for i don't think she did it for 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 dumbledore mm-hmm. but she, she definitely did it for um evil morning mm-hmm. how evil morning mm-hmm. was created right because they mentioned it in the fantastic beast right. you know so she created all these little side characters and then the some of the animals that they brought up in secrets of dumbledore mm-hmm. um it's not in the book they actually recently released a book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. where it's the kind of like a, a school book mm-hmm. that showed all the animals that mm-hmm. News Commander's written about. Right. The shilling is not in there. Okay. These these animals that are important are not in this book. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, this is just people nitpicking. Right. I'm not right. saying me personally, no, I, I get but you, these I are get people you. nitpicking. So it doesn't make sense. The the fight scene between uh Grindelwald and and Dumbledore, Dumbledore right. um where was this taking place? Is this in another dimension? dimension? Right. Is this within the blood oath? Is right. this a me- is this a, a a mental battle that they're having within the blood oath? Mm. You know, is it, can they like jump in there and they're fighting in that dimension or whatever? Mm. It didn't make sense because no one around them was responding to their fight. Mm. You know, so there's no explanation about it but you know what this does this just gives them opportunity to come up with an explanation that will take place between the movies so I'm sure it can be retconned and I don't want to say rewritten but if need be they could have they could write some explanation like in other words um, because from what you had told me you had mentioned that Dumbledore and Grindelwald, they actually have another battle that takes place, and this was the battle that Dumbledore was able to put Grindelwald in Azkaban. From what I understand, um, so but I'm, I'm just saying, like for instance, we haven't seen that yet. We know that has taken yeah, place. Yeah, he has to take him down. Right. Yeah. So we know that has taken place before Harry Potter comes mm-hmm. comes along. So that that so what I'm saying is between that time, uh, however they want to. Uh, work on the novels or stories or what have you they will have an opportunity to explain the origin of that animal um the chill please chilling to chilling 
um, they can also explain a lot of the magic that we saw in Fantastic Beasts series that we did not see in the Harry Potter series. It could be that maybe that type of magic now has been forbidden. Who knows? Right. Um, that's, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, and the, the, the things that people are, are nitpicking about are not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I don't it, think it's right. a big deal. And it doesn't change the story. It mm-hmm. doesn't really change or... I don't want to say it doesn't affect the story, but it doesn't change the story or this trilogy of uh, movies at all, mm-hmm. in my in my opinion. And I'm not versed in th- the Wizarding World story as you are, but I I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, but go ahead. I didn't mean to no, no. It's just fine. I I think that um, a lot of the explanation is going to come out when the screenplay is 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 being sold. Okay. Um, it's going to come out as a book. The okay. screenplay, just like right. the other one, right? You know, Fantastic Beasts when it came out, it was mm-hmm. a screenplay. Mm-hmm. A lot of, and I personally didn't purchase it because I'm like, it's a screenplay. Whatever is on the is on the page is gonna mm-hmm. be. It's not like it was a book first, right? It's a movie first, and then they created the screenplay. So, a lot of people now are waiting for the screenplay because maybe there'll be an explanation as to what that dimension was, right. what that spell was. Right. You know, right. um, if I have to check. Pottermore or mm-hmm. Wizarding World to see if she wrote any extra information about these um, spells mm-hmm. because sometimes she does that mm-hmm. like if you go in and be like oh here goes a breakdown of this magic or here goes a breakdown of that just like mm-hmm. you have to do the sorting hat and right. all that stuff she has a lot of information on that page that she tends to write like these little notes mm-hmm. you know um, and she wrote the screenplay with another gentleman I don't know what kind of magic they're using, but mm. it definitely confused the shit out of me. Not that I didn't appreciate it. I thought it was beautiful. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But it confused me. Okay. You know? Um, but what confused you? The fact that you've never seen it before and there was no explanation about the it? The fact that they're fighting and I don't know where the hell they're fighting. Okay, okay. You know? Like, okay. you took a drop of something or a crystal or whatever... Mm-hmm. You know that and you made it float through the reflection and it hit right. credence in the forehead right and then wow. it made him think that he was also in this yeah, dimension same. and they're right. fight. you know you they're fighting they're breaking down all these buildings mm-hmm. and all that stuff i mean the fight scene was fucking epic don't get me yeah, wrong they were great. but eventually it never existed because i'm like i'm seeing these people walk around like nothing is bothering them mm-hmm. as they're fighting and shit mm-hmm. you know what's taking place the only thing i could think of is that they're fighting in another dimension mm-hmm. and obviously when one is down then you can you can come out of that other mm-hmm. dimension mm-hmm. and you know right. do what you need to do which is what happens like he uses right. his deluminator to right. kind of come back into the actual world and he was already on the ground right. was on the we've ground. seen that happen in other uh you know movies like in doctor strange the first doctor strange when you know um the ancient one is fighting Cassilius, right? Right, there. Right. It's a similar thing. You know what? So it, I just thought of something. Good. <clears throat> a lot of these magical places that mm. t- that happen, like Diagon Alley. You mm. know, when Hagrid had to tap on the brick so he right. can actually go into another section. Right. I wonder if because those are pockets. They almost seem like pockets of reality or po- or different. Like, yes, it's enclosed within walls or mm. something, but they are opening pockets of space mm. to create 
a bigger space out of something small. Like for example, the tent when they went to the right, to right. the championship, right. and you think it's a regular tent, but when you but go walk in, it's a it's whole huge. bigger right. pocket of space. Right. I wonder if that's what it is. It could be because it just dawned on me because mm-hmm. they did it in Fantastic Beast, Crimes of Grindelwald, where they went through. It was in Paris. Mm-hmm. And they went through like this statue, like the statue pulled yes, back yes. like a yeah, yeah. curtain yeah, or part of her dress. We can... And they went in and that was like another right. dimension or like a pocket. Or even, I mean, we didn't even go that far. The same movie, even when, um, geez, uh, New Scamander opens his briefcase. Right. And takes the beast and it goes into that huge, beautiful. Right. So it's possible. Or even the, the basement of his building of his house yeah of his house where he had a whole freaking Mm -hmm. lake yeah you know so i wonder if that's what it is is an unformed pocket could be i'm just gonna call it a pocket like a pocket of space right not space and moon i'm talking (laughs) about like a pocket yeah like what if it's another section right that they're creating so they can have this fight and then they can kind of get out of it well and not harm anyone because what this shows you uh when he when when Dumbledore fights Credence and Grindelwald at different times is that neither one of them really wanted to hurt other wizards when they fought in this pocket universe mm-hmm. especially Grindelwald even Grindelwald said it himself he was never it was never against he had no issues with um, the wizards mm-hmm. he had issues with muggles of course right but that's why they chose to fight at that almost that that um, last scene or the last fight scene that's why they chose to fight in that other dimension because mm-hmm. they really didn't want to hurt other wizards. Again, where what was the dimension? Was it the blood oath? Like, was it, it within the be. blood oath? It could be. It that's could be. that's what I'm wondering. You that, know? Yeah, for and that it's funny fight, because I understand what you're saying. But Grindelwald and, and Dumbledore reminds me of Magneto and, and Professor, Professor X. X. Oh, jeez. You know? Which makes sense. Yes, <laughs> which makes sense. But I like that. You like that. You sort of like, like that dichotomy. You know, two different ideas mm-hmm. uh, debating or fighting but rather debating against one another in regards to how they could forward their wizarding world mm-hmm. uh, movement it's and they really definitely good. they definitely went into the fact that Dumbledore was in love with with Grindelwald yes, yes they you know on it. He, admit, he admitted it they admitted that um he did admit it Ariana was a obscurus um, a what obscurus obscurus thank yes. you that she was an obscurus um you can kind of, and the, he also explained how Ariana died, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was funny enough, reminded me a lot about that fight scene that this oh my god, this the epic YouTuber. fan yes. content on YouTube that had the fight scene between Grindelwald, um, Dumbledore, and um, or um, his Dumbledore's brother, not Albus, Al. Aberforth? Aberforth. Aberforth. Yeah. Um, and it took place on the beach. On the beach, right. If you guys if you guys want to look this thing, ch- check this thing out. Like, there's... I forgot the name of the company that did it, but it's a fan-made... Looks like an epic movie. Yeah, and it's it a fight really scene between Dumbledore, Grindelwald, and it's epic. Mm-hmm. And it shows how Ariana died in right. their... In their breakdown, right? In their right, version, right. but in in when they explained it, it, it was that she got hit mm-hmm. um, she, with a spell as she was coming down the stairs, mm-hmm. um, and that's wow, that's how memory. that's right, yeah, yeah. And that's how she had died. Um, that's how they explained it in the movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they brought that up, 
and really it was you know there's a lot of talk about Grindelwald was trying to coerce um, Dumbledore to you know go against the muggles you know mm-hmm. to, to bring power and he was kind of looking at the fact that Ariana was you know an obscure had an obscurus and he could use that power mm-hmm. you know and that's one of the reasons why he was manipulating and the thing is that when Abelforth and and um, Dumbledore were fighting you know Dumbledore did say that you hear Grindelwald laughing in the background mm-hmm. you know which is fucked up, up. Yep. Yep. so yeah, they really d- deep dived or laid the foundation that Dumbledore was in love with Grindelwald, that they were together. Mm-hmm. You can take mm-hmm. what you want with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tina was nowhere to be seen. Yes. Until they made mention of her and they, you know, the little bits that you did see New Commander mm-hmm. and Tina together, mm-hmm. you know, they always have like this incredible chemistry. Yeah. Um, I keep hitting my mic. <laughs> no, it's me. Um, you know the the chemistry they have between them is is awesome. She looked beautiful, yeah. by the way. I yeah. think she looked gorgeous. Um, I loved Jacob's story with. <laughs> um, oh my God! Help me, Jacob and the woman that he loved. I forget her name too. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna get stoned. That's what I'm <laughs> We call it podcast memory fog. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, oh my god, I'm I'm losing my my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Jacob's character, they gave him a wand, right? Dumbledore gave him a wand. You're gonna look up who Damn, her name yeah. is. Yeah. Um, now they're meant, they're saying that Jacob's wand could be Snakewood. Yeah, explain that. I yeah, explain that to me because. Again, does, would this suggest that this would be the type of wand that anyone can use, like muggles can use? No. The thing is, okay, supposedly if a muggle picks up a wand, it'll it'll kick back like a mule. You know, you kind of okay. saw that with the monkey in in the first Fantastic Beast where the monkey had Newt's wand. Okay, And yeah. he's like, give me the wand. Yes, and then yes, the monkey yes, tried yes, to like yes. do something with it and it kicked it, kicked it back. back. Right, so right, right. that's what tends to happen if a muggle tries to pick up a wand. You know, this isn't a lightsaber. It's not going to just work with you. <laughs> not a lightsaber. You know, but uh, what was her name? Queenie. Queenie. Thank you. Because this is going to bug me. I was going to say Goldie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Queenie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Dumbledore decides to bestow a wand to Jacob. Jacob. People are saying that this wand is made out of snakewood. Salilar Silurin's wand is made out of snakewood. Okay. Now, Salilar Silurin's actual wand was buried in the, in the grounds of Ivermorny, which ended up growing up to be a tree. This okay. tree has magical properties and magical abilities or whatever. Okay. okay. The thing with snakewood is that it doesn't have a core, and the core is what gives it its power. That's what gives it its personality or... Well, That's what gives the wand its, its personality. Yeah. And power. So, okay. and, and remember, the wand chooses the, the wizard. wizard. Right. So that's what that that magical thing that makes the wand work is usually pieces of a magical animal or right, something right, like right. something heartstring or right. a phoenix feather or it's right. a piece of or a, a dragon mem- something dragon scale genoseke right. you yeah. know like. Different but, things from a magical being or whatever. So snake wood or snakes, in a sense, are not magical or don't. 
contain any magic. I don't know where the fuck stink word comes from. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm somewhat versed. I'm not well versed. Okay. I can look it up and yeah, find yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But this is just a theory that they're saying that the wand um, that Salazar Slytherin had, it was a coreless wand. Mm. And it was made out of snake wood. Mm. His actual wand is in Ivermorny because mm. his descendants... Uh, one of his descendants is the founder of Ivermorning Morning, right. because she had to get away from her aunt and mm-hmm. she bumped into that's how that's the story how Ivermorning goes mm-hmm. um, but you can actually put the wand to sleep that's the point I'm trying to make okay. so if you use parcel tongue mm-hmm. which is the snake like language, you speak the language right. and you say whatever the magical thing is to sleep mm-hmm. the, the wand will sleep and it will not operate mm-hmm. So you would have to activate the wand in order for it to work, Mm -hmm. which is possibly what um, Jacob has. Okay. That wand that he passed on to, Mm -hmm. that Dumbledore passed on to Jacob. And are we to understand that that wand is asleep when Jacob had it? Yeah. Okay. And who would have put it to sleep? Would it have been... Slither, uh, Salazar himself? No. Salazar is Slytherin is dead. Okay. Like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, so somehow the wand was... If if that is... It's another another Snakewood wand. Okay. okay. That's... It's a theory. It's a, right, right, right. Not not mine. This is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Being, being, you know, because everyone's just like, why the fuck did you give him a wand? And then, and then on top of that, he let him keep it. Right. You know? Right. So does Dumbledore know something that we don't? Is he, is he a descendant? descendant right. You know what I'm saying? Because he always, like, he wants him to be, to come along because he's kind of like the heart mm-hmm. of, he's the one that has the purest mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. So he's the heart of the group in a way. Mm-hmm. You know? He's the one that kind of brought Quinny back right. to it. And I loved that scene where he's just telling Quinny, like, don't worry about it. Let's oh just, yes, yes, yes. Because yes. she was like, "No, I can't talk to you." And yeah. no, you have to leave. This okay. and that. He's like, it's "No, okay. no, 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 no." Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just us. Like, let's just work this out. I like, mean, come on. I mean, seeing Jacob in Hogwarts yeah. alone took me. And that's another thing that people yeah. were having trouble with because <laughs> Muggles are not supposed to see Hogwarts. Right. Supposed to see like or some abandoned thing. In it. Yeah, it just they, they don't see Hogwarts. They right. see an abandoned right. thing with just messed up trees mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and no one goes there. No one goes beyond a certain mm-hmm. point. But then he, he, you go, he comes. This guy, he's having breakfast in the yeah. Great Hall, yeah. talking about his wand. That yeah. the students are like, "What the fuck is that?" Exactly. Like, why do you have it? Right. He's like, "Well, I got it for Christmas," <laughs> you know, which is cute. Right. Right. But that's that's one of the things that I was like, "Well, how did he get in there?" Mm-hmm. They're also saying Jeez. that he could be a descendant of Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's a whole nother thing. So, could descendants of, you know, the school, you know, descendants of students who had attended the school that now live elsewhere, are they also able to go to Hogwarts? I That's don't know. the question, right? Because That's when he, when he went for. back, when it was in the Crimes of Grindelwald, mm-hmm. and you see Jacob in the background, you have to mm-hmm. look at him closely when they're mm-hmm. on that bridge. And yeah. And Dumbledore speaking New- with yeah. Newt. Yeah. Look at, look at Newt. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me. Look at Jacob. Jacob. Mm-hmm. He's looking around like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Like, where, what is everybody looking at? Right. You know? Right. And then I'm like, oh, shit. So it's true. Right. You know, the muggles can't, muggles see, can't it. see it. But right. then this this guy is in Hogwarts yeah. having breakfast. Yeah. Which I wish I could do. Sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what's 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 the deal? 
you know? Right. So, loopholes, will these answers, you know, will these questions be, be answered, answered in be. the next one? Obviously, there's going to be a next one because Grindelwald is not, has not gone down. Right. So, is there going to be a next one? They there will better be. fucking be they a will. next one. <laughs> they will be. And I have to give props to Julo because I think he stole the show. Ah. Uh. Okay. Judo yep. was really good. Yeah. He gave he Dumbledore good. swag. <laughs> Did he now? Swag. <laughs> like yeah, it was that hat, right? <laughs> it was it was the hat. It was the the many the times magic. the glove was like, Hey bitch, yeah. right here. It was pointing the way where to go. Right, 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 you know? Right. And I know Nuskimer was like, This motherfucker in his glove. Yeah. Like this yeah. guy in his glove. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. It's Go in with an open mind. And guys, I understand that Johnny Depp is not playing Grindelwald. Right. I get it. Go in with an open mind because um, Mad, uh, what is his name? Mad Milkson? Milkson? Something like that. Please forgive me. The new actor that's playing Grindelwald. Yeah. He knows how to manipulate someone. Yeah. Talking to them in such a soft voice that is almost damn near eerie um but yeah just give the guy a break he's really good no he was really yeah good. i mean yes there were, for me at watching this movie there were moments when i was thinking to myself man i would have loved to have seen how johnny depp would have played that part or played that role in this particular scene mm-hmm. nothing nothing to discredit um the actor that's playing um grindelwald in this um movie uh, because he did a great job, Madsen. I forget his last name, <laughs> but he did a really—he was—he was great job. If they decide to do a another movie, which I hope they do, they could bring him along and have him continue to play the movie um, as Grindelwald. You mean Johnny Depp or no, Mad? Mad. Yeah, Mads, Mads, They could bring him along, but I—but we'll see what happens. More than likely, they'll probably bring Johnny Depp back. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we shall see. We're we not see. going down that road because that's a I long know. road. I know, I know, but we shall see. Um, shall see. yeah. Only time, only time can tell. Yeah. If I had a time turn, I'd tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. For now. So uh, we're wrapping it up. Anything else you want to say? No, that um, it's going to be back. Yes. After this hiatus, it was kind of fun. Yes. Uh, to do, we promise to do more in the next several weeks because mm-hmm. there's a lot of content that we have to go over. Oh my gosh, oh, we're approaching yeah. the summer. Yeah. Lord, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, as we're closing up, I just want to say, uh, don't forget to check us out mm-hmm. at uh five two seven underground on Instagram or five two seven underground on Facebook. Facebook and. Mm-hmm. 527 on the ground on YouTube. Yes. Um, more material is going to be uploaded on YouTube. Um, more material is going to be uploaded here at our podcast. And um, any sign of support will be greatly appreciated. You could also uh, watch us on the other social media, 527 on the ground. Don't. Don't lie. Are you going to say not Twitter? There you go. You I said it for me. God. <laughs> Anyway, you can find us there as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. Have a great day.